Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. A strike has begun, affecting more than 155,000 federal public servants. The Public Public Service Alliance of Canada says it was not able to reach an agreement with the federal government by the union's 9 p.m. deadline. PSAC President Chris Elward says there are still a number of issues to work out, but he adds the union is willing to keep trying to resolve them while members are on the picket line. Speaking of pickets, they're planned in multiple sites in Ottawa, including Parliament Hill's West Block, the Prime Minister's Office, the Office of Treasury Board President Mona Forche, the Office of Liberal MP Marie-France Lalonde, Tunney's Pasture, James Michael Flaherty Building on Elgin, and the Canada Post Building on Heron. Union members are being told to show up at a picket for four hours each day. A flood warning remains in effect for areas along the Ottawa River as water levels continue to rise. The Ottawa River Regulating Committee says levels could climb as much as one meter from Pembroke all the way to Montreal region today or tomorrow, though officials say it won't be as bad as 2017 or 2019 this week. However, Orleans East Cumberland Councillor Matthew Luloff says residents are still on edge. And finally, Netflix is ready to shut down its DVD by mail rental service that got the company started back in the day. They still do this? (laughs) I thought this was shut down like a thousand years ago. Uh, When they started out, DVDs in the mail were considered a revolutionary concept. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Just in case, because we always have your back here on the morning pickup. There are three incredibly dangerous things on planet Earth. And in case you were wondering if you're fast enough to run away from them, you are. Okay. And those three incredibly dangerous things are, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's start with lava. Yeah. All right. Now, you may not find yourself in this situation often in your lifetime, but if by chance you're in Hawaii, let's say, and visiting one of the many volcanoes. They just had their first eruption in a long time. So there you go. Exactly. So the fastest lava flow ever recorded is uh, six miles an hour. Wow. They did this in, uh, in miles. So you can beat that pace. At least for long enough to get to safety. Six miles per hour is a really brisk walk or a very light jog. You're good. When it becomes a problem with lava, it's like when it doesn't end. It just keeps going and going and going, and then you don't have anywhere to run. You're in the ocean swimming away from it. I got you. Okay. So that's one incredibly dangerous thing that you're fast enough to get away from. Another incredibly dangerous thing you're fast enough to get away from, spiders. Now, we are lucky enough to live in a place that we don't have a lot of really fast spiders hanging around. A lot of them are kind of slow moving, sort of just trying to, you know... They're like, oh, we hope you don't notice that I live in your house, too. Yeah. That kind of thing. I'm here in your shower. It's fine. Yeah. Well, there are other places where spiders are really fast. <gasps> you can beat them. Okay. We All can right. outrun them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can run them. Uh, as, lo- as, long as, as long as they don't sneak up on you and you're not expecting it, if you see a fast spider, don't worry. You can run away. Okay. And then finally, this might surprise you, but if you ever get in a situation where you're being chased by any land animal on planet Earth, you are going to be able to outrun it. Huh? Now, not necessarily in speed. Okay, okay. <laughs> in uh, stamina. Okay, good. Great. So you can't outsprint a cheetah, a wolf, or even a bear because right. they're much bigger they're s- than you. And they're so fast. But they get tired fast. Oh, that's fine. And they need breaks. So all you have to do is wear them out. Yeah, so you have to see them far enough away, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay, I got you. So you just have to run longer, not faster. Okay. Now, it might be helpful to make that into a circle if you can. 
Right. Why? Well, because because you're, if you just continue to run in the circle, that's a good way to, because I'm just wondering if you're not faster than the animal. Right. You want to dodge? Yeah. How are you going to do that? I think you're going to die. <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen. No, I think that just never stop running. Okay. So, right? hey, look, it's a bear. He's really running fast. All right. Well, let's get going. Another 10K. That's why I think a circle is probably your best bet. You're fine. You're going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Anyway, in case you were wondering. This didn't make me feel better at all. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. When kids are little and they ask you questions that you have no answers to, you just make things up, right? That's right. You know, that's the easiest way to do it. Well, you try to sort of get to the, you try to get as close to as you can to the truth, but who knows? Well. <laughs> kids are a lot smarter than you think, and they're not buying it. Uh-oh. They're not buying what you're selling. Interesting. And if you think that you can go around making stuff up to these young little kids running around the house, there's no chance because kids can start realizing that you're full of crap at the early age of seven, six, 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 six. Yeah. Wow. Six. I wanted to say seven because we have a six year old and that means she's known that we're full of crap for the last year. Yeah. Yeah, she's a very smart six-year-old, so this doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no, so they, uh, they, they figured this out, among other smart people that work at Harvard okay, uh, and the University of Toronto. And uh, kids, I, I think this has a lot to do with the shows out there, too. They're getting smarter. Mm. You know, kids' shows, they're very educational. I know. Like, can we slow that down? Right? <laughs> Your kids come up to you and go, oh, hey, uh, did you know this, this, and this? And you're like, where the hell? How did you? What? Okay. Oh, Michelle Obama told me. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> wow. Thanks, awesome. Michelle. Uh, talking all, all the things. Anyway, so apparently they start figuring this out at the age of six. Uh, and they start to get really skeptical about the answers. And because they're getting all the information from other places, that when you tell them something that isn't aligned with something else that they've heard or seen... They're, they call you out on it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's always it. That's like always the first <laughs> ego check. Yes. When when your kid tilts her head and like, I don't know about that, dad. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah. So it's uh, it's the whole thing's awkward. And I think the worst part about it is when they call you out and you don't have a backup. Right. So now when you when you have an answer for your kid, you better make sure you have a backup plan just in case it's not a solid. Right. So when your kid asks you why they have to do something, yeah. and I've long subscribed to this, mm-hmm. uh, the no lies. You don't have to lie because you, this is where the because I said so comes from. Oh. <laughs> right? Because you, once you like, because, you, you know, you come up with these wild stories on mm-hmm. why they have to do something. It's mm-hmm. just because I want you to do it. Yeah. Just do it. Daddy, why do uh, male seahorses have babies? Because I said so. That's right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Let's talk about adulting for a second because you end up just doing it without really trying because you have to, right? Yeah, you, you have no choice. Your life falls apart if you don't adult. It's so true. But when grown-ups are sick, like there's no faster way to remind yourself of how uh, incapable you are of yeah. certain things yeah. than when you're not feeling well as a grown-up. Fetal. You just go straight into the fetal. All you want to do is have somebody take care of you. That's right. it. You go straight into kid mode again, and you're like, uh, someone someone cuddle me, someone pay attention, someone please bring me something, anything. Um, so I'm, I'm fighting like some sort of weird ear infection right now. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, and it's getting progressively worse uh, as it goes on. That's what happens when you ignore your own health, Sophie. Well, listen, we, a lot of us don't have time. 
to, to try to get to the doctor's yeah, office. Your body makes your time real fast for you, and that's what's happening to you now. So, Yikes. Yeah, I spent most of the day in bed yesterday, mm-hmm. and my very, very sweet, lovely boyfriend, Ryan, took really good care of me uh, and, like, brought me soup. And, like, I mean, really, really was trying to keep things together. But I found myself, like, looking for other comforts also. Okay. Not just the food and not just the hugs. Yeah. But the stuff I was watching on TV. What oh, is this it is about huge, yeah. Being sick and w- only wanting to watch certain movies because they make you feel better. See, I've never thought about this. All right. About the, the, the genre or, or what you'd be watching. It's a real thing. So hmm. I actually Googled it. because I. Couldn't... What did you Google? Well, my brain was so foggy. I was like... Top movies for when you're feeling yucky. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God for the internet because Ranker.com actually has a full list of the best movies to watch when you're sick as a grown-up. Okay. Wow, uh, that's amazing. I know. So what are we going to talk about here? Well, they had uh, a bunch of franchises on there, like the Pirates of the Caribbean franchises. Yeah. And the Lord of the Rings franchises. They're long and they're distracting. You can and fall if you yeah, if you've seen them before, you can easily fall asleep to yes, them. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, which is exactly what I did. I fell asleep to Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's perfect because you can wake up later and be like, "Oh yeah, this is the part where he's drunk and uh, yeah. smarmy." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, but it also suggested a whole bunch of uh, '80s and '90s movies, which I was totally okay with. But never, w- I wouldn't watch them in, in any other real situation. Okay. So I watched Big with Tom Hanks. Nice. Because it's so good. And, um, it is so good. The and Home Alone. That's a Home good Alone one. is on there. Home Alone's a good one. Yeah. Very Christmassy though. I know, but what is that about? Like, why, 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 why do we only want to watch certain movies when we're feeling sick? I actually don't know. I think. Uh... Well, you're already vulnerable. Like the last thing you want to watch is a horror flick. I think we know that, right? I want to do that. Like The Conjuring. Yeah, like, oh want. yeah, I'm feeling sick. I'm just put on. Can you get me some <laughs> chicken noodle soup? I'm throwing on The Conjuring, The Exorcist. Like, no. Yeah, because you're already feeling sick, and you don't want anything else to make you feel sick. <laughs> right. Yeah. No gross stuff. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, f- I think Warm and Fuzzies, the the movies that make you yeah, feel like you're cuddled. That's, that's why I'm kind of surprised by like. By like Lord of the Rings, it's like the, the big dramatic, but the lo- the length of the them length, is good, right? right? Yeah, that's what it's about. What movie would make you feel better if you were watching it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good question. Share it with us. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Holy big big would be on there, right? right. Um, yeah. There's another movie with Tom Hanks that I haven't watched in forever called The Money Pit. I love that movie, which is so funny. It's, it's so stupid, movie, and I love it. it. Yeah, but like, is one of those? Those are the kind of movies I'm talking about. That's an adult in comedy. I, you know, what I like to watch. What? It's again, it's a Tom Hanks movie. Okay, well, okay. I think that he's How the best person this? to watch when you're sick. I love The Burbs. It's such an old movie. Wow. The Burbs I is. Don't know that one. Oh man, is it funny? It's not as old as The Money Pit, though. But is it like funny, like The Money Pit? Yes. Okay, so like kind of slapstick. Bruce Dern is in it. Corey Feldman. Oh my god. It yeah, Feldman's in it. Okay. Um, and it's just ridiculous. Okay. It's This guy's, I'll give you the plot line real quick. All right. His creepy neighbors move in next door, and he's convinced that they're full-on murderers. <laughs> the Clopex. Okay. Look out. All right. All right. I'm looking forward to watching it, because I have a feeling I'm going to be heading back to bed after That's this. That's right. So, you know what? <laughs> I Gra- need a good list of movies. Grab yourself a warm lemon tea, <laughs> curl up and become a fetal beetle, Yeah. and watch... The Burbs. The Burbs. Where can I get that? 
Which streaming service? I'll just Available Google. everywhere you get <laughs> your movies Google now. It. Okay, thanks. <laughs> the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. A strike has begun affecting more than 155,000 federal public servants. The Public Service Alliance of Canada says it was not able to reach an agreement with the federal government by the union's 9 p.m. deadline. PSAC President Chris Aylward says there are still a number of issues to work out, but he adds the union is willing to keep trying to resolve them while members are on the picket line. A flood warning remains in effect for areas along the Ottawa River as water levels continue to rise. The Ottawa River Regulating Committee says levels could climb as much as one meter from Pembroke all the way to the Montreal region. Uh, That could happen today or tomorrow, although officials say it won't be as bad as 2017 or 2019 this week. Still, residents are on edge, says Councillor Matthew Luloff. And finally, how long does it actually take to form a lasting habit? Previously, we believed that if you just stuck with it for about three weeks, you'd have formed a habit. The 21-day thing, right? According to a new study, there's no one timeline for forming a habit, and it varies widely depending on the task at hand. So they studied two different tasks. The good news is it took healthcare workers an average of just a few weeks to get in the habit of washing their hands as frequently as the job requires. The bad news, they found that to form a gym habit took an average of, I don't think you're ready for the number. About six months. Okay, all right, all right. Six months to form that habit of going to the gym. Oh, why? Hard stuff just gets harder. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Every day we ask you a useless question and you answer and win. $100 today, $100 Lotto 649 voucher. So our prize has a potential to be a, make you a millionaire, which I think is great. Uh, the Don't forget, Lotto 649 has, uh, this comes with Encore, and the new Lotto 649, tonight's jackpot is 10 million bucks, guaranteed, uh, plus the classic jackpot of 5 million, pretty sweet, all around. So here we go. 94, 94, 94, standard rates may apply, or 613-750-9494 if you want to call it in. 45% of us get these at least once a day. Uh-oh, I think it's going to go quickly. 94, 94, 94, the useless question today. 45% of us get these at least once a day. 613-750-9494. We'll see how quickly you get these. <laughs> um, good luck with it. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. 45% of us get these at least once a day. Lots of answers. I couldn't even go to the phones because we got the answers so quickly. Headaches. Mm, once a day. See someone. That's not good. Coffee. Definitely. Emails. More than. A phone call. of us get these at least once a day. You're getting closer. Sneezes, says Brian. Nope. Hunger pangs. Nuh-uh. Sean saying bad thoughts. (laughs) A good one. Yawns. Um, Telemarketers is the closest uh, closest answer, but that was not correct. And besides, Jenna beat you to it. It is spam or scam calls. Calls that aren't real. Sometimes telemarketers are actually working and doing something legitimate. All right. Jenna LeMay, congratulations. You've got yourself $100 in Lotto 649 vouchers. I hope you're a millionaire as long as uh, I'm not playing the lottery. (laughs) Way to go, Jenna. Uh, Yeah, 45% of us get at least once a day scam calls. My phone automatically weeds them out, which I'm loving. Thank you. Or it'd come up and say suspected scam call. I'm like, you're sus. You're out. I don't even answer the phone if I know you. So good luck, scammers. 
Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. One of the age-old relationship arguments out there is who does more housework? Well, I don't know about your house, but I'm doing a ton. (laughs) Turns out that men, go figure, are doing a lot more talking than doing. What do you mean? Well, you guys uh, think you do a lot more housework than you actually do. Okay. Now... There's been uh, an argument between, you know, men and women for many, many, many centuries about Mm -hmm. who does more housework. And women, generally speaking, complain about having the the heavier load. That's right. Yeah. Um, But men continue to insist that they do more than they do. We're good celebrators. You certainly are. You certainly are. So um, there, ca- there is a possibility that we, we don't notice necessarily uh, all the things that you actually do when well, you do them. I think this is a strong possibility. Um, or it's just that it's not nearly as much as we do. Okay. Uh, and so the gauge is a little off for what us. What do we think we're doing that's not really real? Uh, it's just the amount, really. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, but it turns out that they actually put this to... A, a test and did math and and science behind it. Not math and science. Math and science. And it turns out men are completely delusional about how much housework they actually do. I and take so, offense. Uh, women still do twice as much. Twice as much? Yeah. And we're talking about like chores specifically, like laundry, for example. Okay. Uh, in And this is in most households. Yep. Your household might be the... The rare yeah. diamond in the rough <laughs> sure. that we don't know about. But laundry is uh, generally done by women okay. in the house. Right. But, All the laundry. But dudes think they're doing laundry? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot of guys who are doing the laundry, to be I honest. I honestly don't either. I don't, think I've, uh, I don't think I remember even seeing my dad do laundry. And when he did, we had to buy him new sweaters for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but, I, I do the laundry in the house, but the, I am a total weirdo. Uh, yeah, that's not a common thing. And then, and then, mm-hmm. to be honest, just to be full full disclosure here, I don't do any important clothes in the laundry. Right. Right. So anything that could be destroyed by don't touch putting it. it on the wrong we setting. Don't, by the way, we don't want you to do it, so that's it's right. fine. Just that's don't right. touch it. I'll do it. Right. Okay. Leave it. So I think I do all the laundry, but I probably only do like. <laughs> 55% of the laundry. Okay, well, the good thing is is that most men agree that women do most of the laundry. Okay, okay, okay. okay. okay, okay, okay. Uh, but I always wonder, like, do you not think about how your clothes are just always clean? <laughs> or, is, hey, babe, babe, have you seen my, uh, have you seen the sweater? Yeah, it's up in the drawer, clean, folded, and where it's supposed to be. Yeah. I grabbed it from where you threw it, thanks. I call them the fairies. <laughs> we have household fairies, oh, yes. and it's amazing. Stuff just shows up somewhere. Yeah, women love it's that. It's from magical land. Uh, budgeting and paying bills. I do none of that. Uh, 51% of women and 58% <laughs> of men both think it's mostly something they handle Well, that month. math does not yeah, add up. No, it certainly doesn't. <laughs> We're just going to leave that one. Uh, child care. 59% of moms said the majority of it falls on them, but just 30% of dads agree. 61% of dads said they split it pretty evenly. Now, pretty is an interesting word to throw in before it's, the word evenly. Pretty pretty yeah, even. Pretty I mean, even. It's, close. It's kind of. It's fine. It's Ish. totally fine. It's a... So, hilariously enough, I went away for the weekend with my girlfriends, okay? Okay. Into the cottage. We do, like, an annual cottage trip. And every single one of us left our guys at home with kids, dogs, mm-hmm. the house, okay? Got it. I got home I got home on Sunday. Yeah. And I was a little under the weather, not from the drinking. I, I was not feeling well. So, I, st- I laid up in bed. And Ryan continued to take care of the things in the house. And he came upstairs to check on me. And I could see he was visibly exhausted. Okay. And I asked him if he was okay, and he just said, you know, man, there's a lot to do around here, you know? Like, there's there's a lot. 
Yeah. And uh, he goes, I, I, I really think we need to change the rules around the house on the weekends. <laughs> and I said, what are you talking What's about? What's that mean? So he said that um, now that he has had a, an experience of what it's like to do all the things that I do on the weekend, he no longer wants me to have to do them. Okay. Because he feels bad. <sighs> I got to write this guy some sort of... <laughs> Instant message. But the only way for him to understand was for him to actually have to do all the things. Yeah. And he was like, I don't understand. The house is just always looks like this. But I realize now, he goes, I didn't leave the kitchen. And and he's like, as soon as Alina put something on the floor, I told her to pick it up. I don't want to see it there. I just cleaned that spot. And I said, do you understand? Like, I'm cleaning up all the time because yeah. you two are just leaving stuff around all over the place. Right. It's insane. You have a higher standard than the average. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I know you keep saying that, but I have friends whose houses look exactly the same and they have more children. So, all right. You're all from a little machine factory. (laughs) Spitting out perfect people. Well, this is the only way for your guy to realize how much you actually do around the house is to just leave him there. Listen, your guy has betrayed the rest of us. (laughs) Babe, I don't want you to work so hard. (laughs) All right, Prince Charming. We got to have him back into the meeting and uh, have a little word about uh, lifting a dish and being like, oh, yeah, I take care of stuff. That's how we roll. That is, uh, generally speaking, how he has been. Right. And my goodness, did he ever have a wake-up call. You're poisoning him. It's like, good for you for doing a dish, babe. The babe thing kills me. Babe, how'd you do that? Babe. Where, do you know where this is? Babe. It's scary how accurate that impression <laughs> right? is. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Sunday night, you watched the Love is Blind finale. Ooh, no, you didn't. <laughs> your Sunday was ruined. But it is out there now, and a lot of people have watched it. Now, your Sunday night was ruined, but apparently the show ruins participants' lives. That's what they're saying. In a new expose, former contestants say they called the show a traumatic experience. They're saying they, weren't, they were expected to film 20-hour days for two weeks while producers limited their sleep as well as their food and water, but kept the alcohol flowing. The sets were windowless, and the only time they saw the sunshine was when they went to the bathroom in a trailer outside. They also had their phones confiscated. So many of the contestants who spoke chose to remain anonymous, but Danielle Rule from season two said she fainted, probably from drinking while not getting enough sleep, food, or water, but she hasn't get, wasn't given any medical attention. When she woke up, she was given a COVID test and then forced to film a confessional she says, quote, I don't think that I've felt myself since before filming. I'm trying to refine who I am because it messed with me so much. Apparently, even if contestants realized how badly they were being treated, they couldn't leave unless they wanted to pay a $50,000 penalty. One woman says the producers convinced her to stay even after she confessed to having suicidal thoughts. Is Love is Blind a torture set? Like, what is going on? Danielle Rule married Nick Thompson on the show, but they later divorced. Kel Surprise. Uh, And Nick says that once taping ended, he asked them to provide marital counseling and they refused. I'm not surprised about that. (laughs) Yeah, man, the show is over, man. Several contestants complained about a general lack of mental health services. Uh, The show's producer, Kinetic Content, issued a statement saying... The well-being of our participants is of paramount importance to Kinetic. We have rigorous protocols in place to care for each person before, during, and after filming. Now, we don't have any word yet from Netflix. However, six and a half million people watched the finale that just happened, once they finally could, of course. And there's a petition to have Nick and Vanessa Lachey removed as hosts because people kind of thought they sucked. Um, So, yeah, does this change your opinion of it? Or is this like you signed on the dotted line, you knew what you were getting into uh, kind of thing? Hmm. Love is blind. 
Maybe love is toxic. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. A strike has begun affecting more than 155,000 federal public servants. The Public Service Alliance of Canada says it was not able to reach an agreement with the federal government by the union's 9 p.m. deadline last night. PSAC President Chris Aylward says there are still a number of issues to work out, but he adds the union is willing to keep trying to resolve them while members are on the picket line. A flood warning remains in effect for areas along the Ottawa River as water levels continue to rise. The Ottawa River Regulating Committee Committee says levels could climb as much as one meter from Pembroke all the way to Montreal today or tomorrow. Though officials say it won't be as bad as 2017 or 2019 this week, Orleans East Cumberland Councillor Matthew Luloff says residents are still on edge. And finally, organ donors save lives every day, but this story out of Colorado is different. A hearse was recently transporting a body so the person's organs could be donated when the driver lost control in the snow and went off the road. He crashed through a barricade and almost drove off a cliff, the front two wheels creeping over the edge. But the hearse ended up teetering on the edge and he survived. Officials say the weight of the body in the back of the hearse is what kept it from falling off a massive cliff and ending that person's life almost certainly. Wow. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. John Green's on the line, ready to play the $1,000 Minute. You feeling good? Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to go? Oh, of course. (laughs) Of course. All right, John, here we go. It's 10 questions in one minute. If you answer them all correctly, I'll give you 1000 bucks just like that. That'd be nice, huh? That would be. It already happened this week, so good luck with it. If you don't know the answer to everything, I'll give you 10 bucks for every question you do get right. If you don't know the answer to a certain question, you can pass and we'll come back to it, but only if there's time. And don't forget this, John. The first thing you say is the answer I have to accept, okay? Yes. Here we go, John, in three, two, one. In which year did Neil Armstrong walk on the moon? 1969. Why is traffic so much lighter today? Pass. Okay. What did the letters in the name of the cable network HBO originally stand for? Home box office. What country is home to Volvo? Sweden. In which direction do speed skaters race? Uh, Counterclockwise. What currency is dispensed from Antarctica's only ATM? Uh, U.S. dollars. Carrots are a good source of which vitamin? K. If you're going to be killed on the show Yellowstone, where will Rip be taking you? The train station. Where would you find the Centennial Flame? Parliament Hill. Who starred in Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds. Why is traffic so much lighter today? Sort of. Uh, snow day. P.S. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right, John, how do you feel? So-so. Uh, all right. <laughs> Look, you did very well. I can say that, okay? All right. Let's go over it. In which year did Neil Armstrong walk on the moon? 1969 is correct. Why is the traffic so much lighter today? It's not really, so I'm going to give you this one. Traffic's not lighter. I wrote this a while ago. (laughs) Expected traffic to be lighter. It's because of the strike, but we're going to give it to you anyway. Because it's kind of a a misleading question since traffic is not lighter. Anyway, what did the letters in the name of the cable network HBO originally stand for? Home box office is correct. What country is home to Volvo? You took a second. Sweden is right. In which direction do speed skaters race? This is a hard question. And you said counterclockwise, and you got that right. What currency is dispensed from Antarctica's only ATM? You threw out U.S. 
because that's what I would guess too. And that's right. Wow. Really well done. If you're going to be killed on the show to Yellowstone, where will Rip be taking you? The train station. That's right. By the way, it's not a train station. Watch the show. It's good. <laughs> where would you find the Centennial Flame? You're like, oh, Parliament Hill. Yes. Who starred in Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds is right. That's nine correct. Carrots are a good source of which vitamin? You said K. Vitamin A is the answer, John. Oh, my goodness. So close. $90. Fantastic work today. Nice job. Nice. Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The podcast. So we've all stayed in a hotel at one point or another. I think uh, 90, over 95% of us probably. Oh, is this just a random stat you're making up? Uh-huh. Listen, <laughs> listen, 92% of stats are made up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's just uh, a lot of people stay at hotels, okay? And they're, uh, yeah. they're, you know, it depends on what kind of hotel you're staying at. Some are extra nice, some are so-so, come see, come sa. But they all come with a whole bunch of uh, free stuff, right? What does that mean? <laughs> Here's the thing. Reader's Digest did a huge write-up on the things that you cannot take from hotel rooms because apparently we need help with this. <laughs> things you can't take That's from right. hotel rooms. That's right. Things that belong in the hotel to stay in the hotel and are there for complimentary use but are meant to stay there. Here's the thing. They should have just done a list of things you can take because it's much smaller. <laughs> this is way more fun, though. All right. So the things that you... Uh, normally typically would walk off with if you're staying at a hotel include like soaps shampoos the, yeah. pe- the pens the you're pads allowed, of paper you're allowed to have the the you shampoos i don't know about the pens and pads yeah, I no, they say them. you can take them this they is do a, according to reader's digest oh, yes, oh, you can wow. take them. you're fine to take that free pens yeah they don't care they want you to take the pen i don't want to use my hand muscles so. <laughs> and they want you to take the pad of paper it has their all you know their okay, name on it okay, and stuff right cool. so oh where'd you get this nice pen oh i yeah. got it at this in this hotel i like the little sample shampoos Sometimes. It depends. Some of the hotel... Good hotels. Yes, have really nice brands, and you're like, okay, I'm going to take one of these, one of these, one of these. Mm-hmm. And those are the hotels where... Because normally I say, please do not disturb. I don't I don't have people coming you're in. You're so it. funny. But if it's a nice hotel and they have nice shampoos, if you get them to clean the room every day, then you get a refresher That's of all right. those things. Okay, great. That's right. And I'm glad we're on the same page. I love it. Well, how to hotel properly, all right. Okay. Um, but there, there are things that are in the hotel room that you are specifically not allowed to take, okay? okay. And the fact that this has to be written down somewhere for people is kind of funny but the sheets on the bed is what? a big one who takes those some people the do sheets? the sheets off the bed okay there's two things here yeah okay like first of all you can't just take sheets off a bed that's obvious like oh. secondly these are the last sheets on earth you want <laughs> why do you want those i think it's because you, if you go to HomeSense or you go to a nice bedding yes. store, they mm-hmm. always say, like, hotel quality. Oh, right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I think some hotels hotel have collection. really... Yeah. I think some hotels have really nice sheets. And right. some people, I don't know who those people are, I'm pretty sure I'm not friends with any of them, right. are like, ooh, I'll take these. I have an idea. Why don't you go to a garage sale, pick up some sheets there? <laughs> also, who has room? To pack all these sheets. <laughs> right. Well, they're bringing the extra case for the freebies at hotels. Uh, that includes the pillows and towels, by the way. You're not supposed to take any Who of those. Who takes these things? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so they also included on this Reader's Digest list of things not to take from a hotel because apparently it's a problem. Electronics. Like what? The what? alarm clock that's next the to the clock? Bed. You have a phone. People are taking the Ow. clock. I'm getting What, it's an antique? <laughs> 
the clock. Yeah. Okay. Some nice hotels have um like iPads you can use. You're not supposed to take those. And by the way, complimentary okay. phone chargers, they're not for you. Nobody to thinks take those home. are those people are criminals. Yeah. The people who take the iPad are like, oh, an iPad. Nobody's like, oh my God, I can't believe how nice this hotel is. For $2.99 tonight, we're getting an iPad and a charger. <laughs> okay. okay, wait, there's more. So have you ever been to a hotel where you open the closet and they have those really nice wooden hangers, but they come yeah, with the stick? The peg. Yeah, that has to go into the circular hanger. Yes, and I always think this Who is takes these? everything I need to know about society right. is in this hanger. Right. Like, why would you make this hanger? Who's going to take a hanger? Turns out a lot of people yeah. take the hangers. Yeah. Wooden hangers from the closet, not complimentary. They're stolen a lot, apparently. Yes, that's why they make the weird circular part of the oh hanger God, that you have to so now dumb. find the peg hole and hang it up that way. And sometimes they come out. It's so annoying. Uh, but they did this because people were taking hangers. And finally, this one's a bit gray for people. This I'm waiting one. for it because I'm waiting for it because I, I know the rule. Okay, the, go. All right, bathrobes. You cannot take the robe. I Okay, to be fair, uh, I was told at a young age, and I can't tell you whom, I have no idea where I heard what this. What criminal in your life told you this? I don't know, but apparently you were at one time allowed to take the You It was never bathrobes. allowed. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. I don't know. McDonald's had pizza. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm telling Times you. Have changed. You cannot take the robes from a hotel, all right? Okay, but you can take the slippers. The one-time use slippers that they give you, you can oh, take those. So they're the really flimsy ones, right? Not like the <laughs> kind like the that you get that you would that wear. Yeah, they're made not the kind paper. that you are supposed to be worn down to the spa or pool <laughs> that are really nice. But the the paper slippers, <laughs> take them. Don't Toy- get them wet though. <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country ninety four. Madam and Slide. She's very excited. She's on the countdown to her big wedding day. Don't know the exact date, but it's coming up. Obviously. If you follow her on Instagram, you can't escape it. And she's warned you, so I love that. (laughs) Okay. All right, time for Airbnb. Price is right. I want to send you with a four-pack of tickets to the Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard Show at the EY Center this weekend, Friday through Sunday. Tickets at shows.cottagelife.com, or you can try and win them right now. I'm going to describe an Airbnb cottage to you somewhere in Ontario, and you're going to tell me how much per night it costs. We're going to go higher and lower until we get the exact cost. Here is the description. It's a two-bedroom, one-bath cottage on the cliffside of Lake Huron in Bayfield, Ontario. Okay? A beautiful, secluded cliffside cottage with a million-dollar view and beach access. Beautiful sunset views. Um, You do have to walk 80 feet between two other cottages to get to this cottage, so keep that in mind. But the price is not cheap. So here we go. How much do you think that is? It's a phones-only contest. Got a lot of texts yesterday. Taking phone calls only. We'll go higher and lower until we get to the right uh, number, okay? 613-750-9494. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's Airbnb. Price is right. I described the property to you. It is a cottage uh, property. And because you're playing for a four-pack of tickets to the Ottawa Cottage and Life, Cottage Life and Backyard Show, EY Center this weekend. Okay, four-pack. Here's the description. Two-bedroom, one-bath on the shores of Lake Huron in Bayfield, Ontario. Hmm. You get access right down to the beach, but you're on a cliffside. So what is the price? Let's get started. Dear Country, what do you think? I'm going to say four fifty a night. It's higher than four fifty. Pure Country, what's your guess? Oh, sorry. It's higher than four fifty. I should tell you that first. Um, okay, so I'm going to say five sixty-two. It is lower than five sixty-two. Try again. Oh, thanks. Thanks. 
Pure Country, it is higher than 450, lower than 562. What's your guess? Uh, 492. It's lower than 492. Try again. Pure Country, it's higher than 450 and lower than 492. Uh, okay, I'll say 479. Lower than 479. Try again. Shoot. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Pure Country, it's higher than 450, lower than 479. I'm thinking 465. Lower than 465. Try again. Pure Country, we've narrowed it down already. Higher than 450, lower than 465. All right. I'm going to go 460. It's higher than 460. We are so close now. Try again. Pure Country, very close now. Higher than 460, lower than 465. I'm going to say 464. Lower. Try again. Thanks. Oh, boy. We are so close. Okay. We're now between the numbers higher than 460 and lower than 464. It's a phones-only contest. Want to send you to the Cottage Life and Backyard Show this weekend here in Ottawa. Shows.cottagelife.com for tickets or try and win them right now. It's a four-pack Airbnb. Bayfield, Ontario. Shores of Lake Huron. Higher than 460, lower than 464. Good luck. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We are playing Airbnb prices right. Narrowed it right down now. It is a two-bedroom, one-bath cottage on the shores of Lake Huron in Bayfield, Ontario. Cliffside Retreat. Let's go to the phones as we have narrowed this down. Pure country, here we go. Higher than 460, lower than 464. I'm going to say 462. It is lower than 462. Try again. Jeepers, come on. <laughs> Pure country. Who's this? Hey, Dev, it's Rob. Sorry? It's Rob. Rob. Rob, here we go. I got a feeling about you, Rob. I think you're going to win it. <laughs> All right. You're uh, open. So, Rob, it is higher than 460 and lower than 462. Careful with your guess here. It's a toughie. 461. (laughs) 461 is correct. That's we'll take it. Rob, (laughs) congratulations. You're going to the Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard Show this weekend at the EY Center. Way to go, man. Awesome, buddy. Thanks. Listen, would you pay this for this two-bedroom, one-bath? It's $3,168 for the week, and you've got one bathroom? Come on. Uh, Well, you know, I'd have to bring a crew, but we'd all be fighting for the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, too funny. Rob, congrats. Enjoy. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. Someone asked people to name common misconceptions they're sick of hearing, and there's a few of them, in fact. (laughs) We hear certain things, we just think they're facts. Like, oh, yeah, people say this so often, you think, oh, it's definitely true. But it's not, especially in these cases. So a lot of people think if you hit a new tax bracket, all of your income gets taxed at that percentage, but that's not how progressive tax rates work. So you can't actually lose money by earning more. Like I've heard people say that before, like, oh, popped into a new tax break and making less than I did before. That's literally not possible, right? When you go into a new tax bracket, let's say, let's say you move from, I don't know what the tax brackets are at. Let's say you were making 55,000, you were in that $50,000 tax bracket, and then you move to 75, whatever the bracket is, only the money over the tax bracket gets taxed at that rate. So only how much you make over 75 would be taxed at that rate, right? That's how that works. So that's a common misconception people are sick of hearing. No, you don't make less. Uh, Another misconception we're sick of hearing, introverted doesn't always mean you're shy. That's right. 
A better definition for introvert is you tend to feel drained if you socialize too much. Extroverts feel energized from socializing. They can't get enough of it. Okay, so there you go. Another misconception, ChatGPT is not conscious. It doesn't think or feel or understand anything, at least not yet. <laughs> but people are freaking out and acting like it's some sort of god. It's, it's not. It's a misconception at this point. At this point. Brown eggs are not healthier than white. That's another thing people seem to think is true, but they're just from different chickens. <laughs> just another egg. Not everyone who's autistic is a genius like Rain Man. People, autistic parents are sick of this because I, it's fairly rare and like p- people saying like, oh, what's this special skill? Like, it, no, that's not how this works. Um, that's a common misconception literally uh, made by that movie. And finally, misconceptions we're sick of hearing. The red juice seeping out of your steak is not blood. Now, I actually just learned this today. I really, I really thought it was and I had no problem with it. It's water plus a protein called myoglobin. But globin, blood, globin. Okay. Uh, even rare steak is bloodless, apparently. So there's another common misconception. Ottawa's morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. So it's April 19th, right? So we are not far away from seeing Lee Bryson concert. This is so amazing. Uh, You can do it. There are tickets available for Lee Bryce live in concert at the Canadian Tire Center April 25th. Let me do the math on this. It's the 19th to 25th. Carry the three, four, Oh, yeah. That's uh, six days away, right? So next Tuesday night, what are we doing on a Tuesday? How to make a Tuesday better? Lee Bryce, Canadian Tire Center. Tennille Arts is coming. Josh Ross as well. A couple of great upcomers, up-and-comers. Looking forward to this concert at the Canadian Tire Center next Tuesday night. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.ca. May be able to get a, may be able to steal a couple of good ones in there too. I, I don't know. This one's flying under the radar, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you've, I mean, take a look at Lee Bryce's catalog. Amazing hits and the guy's voice. I did an interview with him uh, over Zoom during the pandemic, and it's just he just grabs a guitar. And by the way, Zoom, the worst audio possible, right? Coming through my computer speakers. That guy launched through the screen at me. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe the talent. So Lee Bryce is a can't-miss artist. He's uh, performing Canadian Tire Center next Tuesday night. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. All right, thanks for hanging out with me today. We had a lot of fun. Learned that uh, those contest some contestants from the Love is Blind show say the show ruined their lives. <laughs> That they were, uh, the actual, being on the show is grueling. 20-hour days for two straight weeks with uh, reduced food and water, but increased alcohol, four hours sleep. I mean, some of the claims are pretty awful. Uh, If you didn't catch that, you can always catch it on our socials afterwards and in case you missed it. Um, So that was interesting to learn today. Of course, that strike is underway. I thought it would have the traffic be... I thought the strike would mean traffic would be easier. That's not the case. As one fantastic listener astutely noticed, yeah, you know, government workers have been going in two days a week, usually Tuesdays, Thursdays. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday has been very busy on the roads. But now everyone has to go to the picket line every day. And a lot of people want to get those four hours out of the way. So it's jammed on the roads. Yeah. So we're going to watch for that. All right. And flooding concerns continue in the uh, Ottawa Valley region, or in fact, right through from Pembroke all the way to Montreal. One meter swell is what they expect. Uh, Yeah, one meter flood, but that's nowhere near the damage that happened in, you know, 
2017 or 2019. Still, residents a bit iffy about it, so we'll keep our eye on it for you. Coming up, we'll keep you going through the middle of the day. Shannon Ella with the best country music money can buy. <laughs> Next. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.